We have a glorious subject this morning, um, and I was wondering how I was going to tie in what the Lord's been convicting me of, uh, the particular subject in Psalm, but Brother Newell just uh, set it up perfectly. How are you living right now? What difference is there in your life that proves that you're going to be resurrected with Jesus Christ, and you're going to be on that right hand? (sighs) I will talk about a serious warning and a great blessing today, and I hope that you will take the warning with solemnity, but that it will cause you with conviction to joyfully pursue the blessing. Yes. Please open to Psalm 1. Amen. This is a foundational psalm showing us two kinds of men in this world yes. who lead two paths. There is a blessing and there is a cursing for those of all ages that we need to consider. Yes. Psalm 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment or sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Amen. I'll start by looking at the warning. What is the character of those who belong in verses 3 through 6? The blessing is 1 through 3, and the curse is 3 through 6. Notice the downward trend. It starts in verse 1, the opposite of the blessed man. First, he walketh in the counsel of the ungodly. To walk in the counsel of the ungodly is to allow ungodly friends, to be flattered by the world, by those worldly friends, and listen, and want to try their lifestyle. It piques your interest, and you justify the world and the ungodly as neutral to Christ instead of the opposition. But 1 John 2 15 and 16 says, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, and the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. The influence of others that you allow in your life will change who you are. Proverbs 13, 20 says, He that walketh with wise men shall be wise, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. If you allow the folly of this world into your life, you will be destroyed along with the ungodly because you will go right down their path. Then he standeth in the way of sinners. As you walk in the counsel of the ungodly, refusing godly advice and wisdom, you will begin to hold the same views that the ungodly do. You will begin to stand in the way of or hold on to the opinions and the uh, beliefs as the wicked doers. You will enjoy popular music and mindless entertainment. Contrary to your burning conscience, to connect with your wicked friends. Lot was a righteous man at the beginning of his life. Consider his progression according to this psalm. Lot saw the land that appealed to his flesh and pitched his tent towards Sodom, an obvious wicked nation. Later, he is sitting at the gate and living very comfortably in a perverted city, vexing his conscience daily. As he continues to bicker, and disagree with the angels that God sends to try to pull him out, he ends up with his life miserable in a cave. Finally, 
He sitteth in the seat of the scornful. This is when you turn your back completely and follow scorners being likened to them yourself. This new blinded mindset that you've acquired because of ungodliness is consistent with what we read in Romans 1, starting at verse 18. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, Neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Wherefore, God also hath given them up to uncleanness through the lusts of their own hearts, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. It starts by giving in to innocent, worldly temptations and desires, by having innocent friendships in this world, by listening to the ungodly, and it progresses to flagrant disregard of the values you once held. Yes. The stance you once defended is now crazy to you. Perhaps you were zealously following Christ, but now you are sitting in the scornful seat that used to disgust you because you did not listen to God's warning and David's warning here. Amen. This progression is sure. Yes. It is like an infection that, if you do not cut out now, will spread to your whole being. If you do not take drastic, breath, if you not do not take drastic actions now, the curse in the following verses is for you. You will have no security in life. You will fall when judgment comes, and you will perish. But that shouldn't be for us. What does the blessed man look like? Simply, the blessed man guards his inputs. The foundation of the blessing is in verse 2, giving the righteous man's alternative to the temptations in the first verse. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. I'm going to take a couple verses from Psalm 119 to show how the word of God is foundational in rejecting these worldly friends and the temptations of the world. If you ground yourself in the world, you will follow the right path and avoid the destruction of the world. Verses 2 through 3 of Psalm 119, Blessed are they that keep his testimonies, and they that seek him with the whole heart. They also do no iniquities. They walk in his ways. Verse 24, thy testimonies are my delight and my counselor. Then 104, through thy precepts I get understanding. Therefore I hate every false way. This will keep you from the false way if you hate it, if you abide in God's word. And this will cause you to cherish the company of the righteous and be grieved by that of the wicked. Verse 63, I am a companion of all them that fear thee and of them that uh, keep thy precepts. 115, depart from me, ye evildoers, for I will keep the commandments of the Lord. That's what you should say to those friends before they ever get near you that are of the world. And verse 158, I beheld the transgressors and was grieved because they kept not thy word. If you are spending time with wicked doers of the world, with carnal Christians, you shouldn't be comfortable. It should hurt you. And then finally, this will cause you to turn away from any lies and temptations that are in your life of the world. Following God's word will keep you unspotted and will keep you living the life of a prince. Verse 9, Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed thereto according to thy word. Verse 37, Turn away mine eyes from beholding vanity, and quicken thou me in the way. If you practice verse 2 of Psalm 1, and delight in God's word, and meditate therein day and night, you can't fulfill the the curse of verse 1. You cannot serve God and mammon. So the best way to avoid sin is to serve God and obey him and love his word with all your heart. The blessing that follows is a sure foundation and prosperity. Whatsoever he doeth 
shall prosper. This man has joy, peace, and sees the Lord prosper his efforts, both to serve him and in this world. Psalm 37, 23, and 24 says, The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. The Lord delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him in his hand. Psalm 5, 11 through 12 says, But let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy, because you defendest them. Let them also that love thy name be joyful in thee, for thou, Lord, wilt bless the righteous. With favor wilt thou compass him with a shield. The blessing and the curse is clear. What do we do with it? To all, no matter how founded you are, if you allow the world and its influence and its influences into your life, you will go down. We've seen it all around us, young and old. If you have these influences in your life now, get out the surgical saw and cut it out. Right. Now. It may hurt, but you will save yourself from greater damnation later. Love the word of God and righteous men, and you will escape the pain of the ungodly. Yes. Parents, the world wants to stereotype and mock you for wanting to keep a check on the friends of your children. Jesus tells us the world will hate us and mock us. Thicken your skin and dig into your children's lives and know what kind of friends they have. Children are bad at picking friends naturally. They need your wisdom. And you might hurt them. They might feel hurt, but you will save them from the damnation that friends can cause. We will commune together and remember the Lord's death in the second service. Is there something holding back your love of the Lord? Is there something diverting that? You can't love the Lord and the world. You can only love one. If you haven't already, examine yourself so we can come to the Lord and give him a sweet-smelling sacrifice and one that's single-minded. Blessing is before you. Let's go out and get it. I'm going to close with uh, several verses from Joshua 1. Only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of a good courage, be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. May Jesus Christ be praised. Amen. Amen.